Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Am I the asshole for saying that a special education teacher shouldn't be around children? So after my family relocated when I was about 12 years old, I started at an all-girls school and tried my best to make friends. Fortunately, I met some wonderful people who I am still friends with today, but Tash, who's about the same age, made my life a living hell. She bullied and belittled me until I was forced to change schools again, and she would frequently gloat to our mutual friends that the school had been her turf. After changing schools, I, now female 29, carried on with my life. I attended university, met and married my now husband, and have a wonderful daughter, female 5. My last interaction with Tash was when we ran into each other at a mutual friend's birthday party, and she started playing her old games again. I was pregnant with my daughter at the time, and she told me that there was no place for fat people at such a fancy restaurant. I did not talk to her after that. I sat at the other end of the table and enjoyed the evening. Recently, my daughter's pediatrician has begun noticing some delays and has recommended a local special education program. He believes that it is mostly due to a lack of socialization over the last few years, but would like us to work with specialists now so that the delays do not become more serious. My husband and I went down to have a chat to the headmaster the other day, and my daughter has been admitted. Unfortunately, when we went to have a look at the classroom and meet the teacher, it was none other than Tash. In the moment, I thought that there was a possibility we could be both adults and move past what happened in our childhood and at my friend's birthday party. But the first words out of Tash's mouth were, thank goodness you did something to your hair. Remember how awful you always looked? My husband and I walked out the door and straight into the headmaster's office where I requested that my daughter be placed in any other class. Of course, I was asked why, and I said that Tash had bullied me while we were children, had just insulted me again, and I did not want my daughter exposed to her. We were both assured that there was a place for my daughter in the program and that Tash would not come into any contact with her. Through the grapevine, I have now heard that Tash has lost her job and has been complaining to everyone who will listen that I have ruined her career and her only shot at life. I thought that it was odd that she had lost her job over this one incident, but apparently a number of parents had already complained. I mentioned to some school friends that I did not think that a woman like Tash should be around children, especially children who need a little bit of extra support and love. The ladies that I was chatting to jumped down my throat, saying that I am ruining Tash's reputation and am now bullying her. I don't think that you're bullying her. I think that these people are twisting the situation. Perhaps Tash got to them first. But from where I'm sitting, it seems like Tash is the entire problem. I don't see how they can be on Tash's side if you had told them all of this, plus her comments like, remember how awful you always looked? I don't know, the only way that I could justify that is that Tash has got to everyone before this and told them a twisted version of events. I don't think you're the asshole for getting her fired. I think she deserved it and she had it coming. I'm gonna say not the asshole. Tash is. Now in the comments, I literally laughed out loud. You're ruining her reputation? No, she did that to herself by being a bully. How are grown women still bullying? 
She needs some serious help to work on herself. Huge, not the asshole. I had a teacher when I was in freshman in high school that made my life a living hell. It got to the point that people reached out to one of my siblings that had already graduated. She told my mom what was going on and she got in touch with the school. Once the teacher figured out what was going on, she called my mom at her job to tell her how much she loved me, etc, etc. After the investigation was concluded, her teaching credentials were permanently revoked in our state. You absolutely did the right thing. You kept your kid out of a bad situation. I had a teacher in my senior year that made me cry almost every day. It was so bad that the other students were apologizing to me after class because it was so clearly targeted. We would check our quizzes against each other's to see that she had graded me way harder than everyone else. Right answers, wrong steps kind of deal. Unfortunately, the school basically told us that they knew that she was a problem, but couldn't do anything about it because she was tenured. I had a counselor nice enough to give me a stack of blank appointment notes with her signature so I could write in a time and date and leave whenever I needed. You didn't bully her. You factually reported what she did. Apparently, she's been throwing that kind of toxic bully rhetoric around enough that who knows how many other families have complained about her. Not the asshole, and get rid of those friends who chose to overlook and diminish the extent of her behavior for decades. And like, jobs don't fire people at the first non-criminal, minor, offense, or they risk lawsuits. This was not her first complaint, although it probably was her last. Not the asshole. You didn't ruin her life, she did by never maturing. And apparently, we've found Tash in the comments, and she says, I had this post sent to me by a friend, and I think I am Tash in the story. I would like to clarify some things that Ali, the OP, has said about me. I agree that Ali and I did not get along as children, and that I was mean to her. I recognize that what I did and said was wrong, but when I tried to apologize after she had moved schools, I found that I had been blocked. I do not believe that it was fair of her to take away the opportunity for me to grow and be a better person. I honestly do not remember the restaurant incident, but even if I did say that fat people weren't allowed, it was probably a joke. I think that Ali is just as sensitive as when we were kids. I'm currently on placement after finishing my teaching degree and have now lost the position. It is very unlikely that I'll find more special education placement, which is why I have said that my career has been ruined by Ali. I also don't agree that I insulted Ali when she walked through the door with her husband. I told her that she used to look awful, but she looks better now. I don't think I deserve to get fired for making an observation, which was true by the way. I do think that I am now being bullied by Ali only because I bullied her when we were little. And I do not think that it's fair that she is treating me this way when I tried to apologize, but was blocked. And someone replies to her and says, I'll go off. She doesn't owe you crap. Not the opportunity for personal growth or anything else. If you felt bad about what you did, you would apologize or accept that you can't fix it. Not whine about how she deprived you. Also, observing that someone looks awful but looks so much better now is the same old mean girl bullcrap. You haven't changed at all. The only thing is now the consequences of your actions have come back to bite you in the ass, so you're whining again. And now onto the update. I felt such incredible support from everyone who had taken the time to comment on my original post or to message me privately with their own stories of bullies. 
and I felt quite empowered in that I was able to protect my daughter from someone who had tormented me. Unfortunately, this update is not all sunshine and rainbows because the messages from people claiming that I was now bullying Tash as retaliation became relentless. I soon also began receiving messages from an unknown number which oscillated between non-apologies for the bullying that I sustained as a child and accusations of slander. It wasn't a big leap to think that one of my friends had passed my contact details onto Tash. I did not notice the comment from Tash until later, and while I have no idea if the user is actually her or just someone trying to troll me, also the user did get my name right. The comment was a mirror image of some of the texts that I had received. It was especially evident in that neither the comment nor the texts actually apologized for anything. It was just another way of laying the blame at my feet or whining about life. On advice from my husband, I did not respond to the texts, and I blocked all the women that were messaging me about ruining Tash's life. I honestly didn't expect the situation to escalate from there. I thought that Tash and my old school friends would get it out of their system after a couple of days and move on with their lives. On Friday, two days after posting, I started receiving letters in my post box which threatened to destroy my life in the same way as I had done to other people, quote unquote. The envelopes didn't have a stamp or address on them, which leads me to believe that Tash was either putting them in my post box herself or asking someone to do it on her behalf. The third letter threatened to take me to court for stalking and slander and that I would pay. I do not know if that means that I will pay financially or that some other form of revenge will take place. It was at this point that I called the police non-emergency line and I explained the situation. While the officer that I spoke to was very friendly, he advised me that I wouldn't be able to do much unless there was a legitimate threat against my family and I. Word for word, he told me to stay in the house as much as possible. That is not really a long-term solution. I should not have to cower in my home when I have a job and a life. On Sunday morning, four days after posting, my family and I were at the farmer's market when my husband received a notification from our home alarm system that someone had broken in. My neighbor had also watched someone scale the fence and smash a window in broad daylight. So he had called the cops before we were aware of the situation. Tash was found inside the house, just sitting on the couch. So I'm not sure of her entire plan, but the cops were fantastic and she was arrested. When asked if we would like to press charges, my husband and I were emphatic that we would. We also had a meeting with the lawyer this morning about harassment charges for all the letters and text messages, but that process has only just started. Neither of us know what will happen next, but our family is safe, and hopefully, Tash will face some kind of justice. Now in the comments, Tash be like, but I wasn't bullying. Also Tash, he deserved to know that she wasn't pretty. Big yikes situation. Some people never grow out of high school. Ugh, yes, like zero self-awareness. It was like the narcissist's prayer in real time, god damn. What was the response from the ex-friends who had been harassing you after Tash was arrested? With the way the friends had been acting, I could see them finding a way to blame OP. I could hear them saying, she had no choice but to break in. She wanted to talk to you, but you blocked her on everything. It's not like she destroyed anything. She was just sitting waiting for you to come home to talk. 
OP replies, I blocked all the ladies that have been texting me repeatedly, and I don't want to open that can of worms by unblocking them, mostly in fear that I'll somehow be blamed for this as well, but everyone else around me is pretty shocked that it escalated this quickly. It feels surreal, to be honest. I've never experienced anything as unhinged as this. I'm shocked that she has so many people defending her. She sounds like a miserable, entitled witch. Often these people are very charismatic, and as long as they're focused on someone else, like OP, then they are not a threat to the other friends. It's the same way that lunatics come into political power. Quote, I do not believe that it was fair for her to take away the opportunity for me to grow and be a better person. But even if I did say that fat people weren't allowed, it was probably a joke. I think that Ali is just as sensitive as when we were kids. Tell me how you haven't matured without saying you haven't matured. Even without the second comment, the first is completely unhinged. Other people are not there for you to learn lessons from, and if they are hurt, they can stop having you in their lives. It is not unfair, because they are whole, independent people too, and their sole purpose in life is not you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Onyx post is titled How do I tell my dad that my girlfriend is pregnant? He comes back in two weeks. My dad has been stationed away for nine months, and he's coming back in two weeks. I will be 20 in six weeks. I just moved out, and my place is close to home. My girlfriend is seven months pregnant and still lives at home with her parents. My dad is pretty strict. Everyone on both sides of our family knows, except my dad. I know you might be like, you're an adult, it doesn't matter what he does. But y'all have never met my father. Whenever he's around, it's always yes sir, and respect 24-7. Can't be caught lacking, no point in arguing. There isn't anything he can really do, but it doesn't mean that I'm scared crapless. So that comes to my question, how do you break the news? Should I let him enjoy being home first and then tell him, or tell him right away? And now in the comments, you are about to be the dad, dude. Time to transition from yes sir, no sir, to with all due respect, this is my decision and I have made it. And you can start by trusting your own gut on the best timing for breaking the news to him. Although personally, I'd keep in mind that the longer you put it off, the greater the chances of him hearing it from someone else first. And OP says, yes, I know. It just gets difficult to break out of that shell. Okay, I'll try to tell him early on, instead of late. Something like, Hey dad, I have some news. I hope you can be happy for me. Sally and I are expecting our first child on XXX date. 
then depending on his reaction, engage or leave. You don't have to stick around for folks who don't recognize you as an independent adult. Set boundaries for what you'll expose yourself to. Based on the information you've provided, it sounds like a career military father. His strictness comes from his sense of duty and responsibility. Everything in his life has been regimented. That's what he knows. It's unfortunate that he's translated his military world into his home life and then projected that onto you. But that's what happens with a lot of Korea military fathers. They can't separate home from work. That's what happened with my father. As for your girlfriend's pregnancy, first off, you need to decide what you're going to do. You may not know yet, but your father is most likely going to want to know. You said it yourself, no point lacking or slacking, if you mean that, either applies equally. If you tell him without knowing what you're going to do, he'll probably be disappointed that seven plus months have gone by and you haven't taken any responsibility for your actions, which will lead to him not being willing to listen to you about it and that'll just frustrate you. It'd be much better if you told him, along with whatever plan and intentions, you and your girlfriend had decided to take on the whole situation. That way he sees that you have taken responsibility from the beginning. Another piece of advice for when you talk to him, try changing your mindset to one of taking ownership. Your post says, my girlfriend is pregnant. That sounds more like you pushing it on her and it's not your problem. Change the way you say that to, my girlfriend is having my child. Or better, if you know the gender, my girlfriend is having my son slash daughter. She is having your child after all. He will see the reasonability in your words, even if he doesn't say it. As for when you tell him, let him decompress a bit, but don't wait too long. You don't want someone accidentally dropping the news on him. It's best coming from you. And one last thing, congratulations. And now to the update. I told my dad on Saturday. He came home, my mum cooked this huge dinner, and we all ate. And I let him get settled and just enjoy family time. I was pretty much on edge the whole dinner. I told him the next day by bringing him to my apartment, which was the last time I saw him, I still lived with my parents. It was just us. It has all the stuff for the baby. I told him outside the door and then brought him inside to see my place. He just listened and hugged me. Not the reaction I was expecting, but the reaction that I'm grateful I got. My dad's not big on emotions. He's seen stuff, been through things in his career, you know? He told me that it was going to be alright, be confident, and he loved me. I really appreciate my dad. He's taught me a lot and I'll always remember that. My girlfriend is 8 months now, so the baby is coming really soon and I can't wait. I feel ready-ish, but I've never heard of someone feeling 100% ready. I just want to say thank you to everyone who commented and helped. And now in the comments, Sloppy Meathole says, Congrats on having a good father. I had my first son at 20 and I know how you feel. You're right, you are not ready to be a parent, but I'll let you in on a secret. No one is ever ready to be a parent. It's trial by fire. Do the best you can and be the parent you would want and everything will work out. My son just turned 20 and made it just fine. Good luck. And OP says, thanks, sure will. Congratulations, OP. The person above you is absolutely right. I was 30 when I had my kid, and I still don't feel ready. However, sometimes I wish I'd had my kid when I was 20, because then I'd have more energy to keep up with them. 
but there's pros and cons to all of it, but you're going to be a great parent. This is so wholesome and nice. I'm glad you finally got to tell your dad. He's probably pretty excited to be a part of your baby's life. Congratulations, and I wish a safe and healthy delivery for both your girlfriend and baby. That grandkid is gonna be spoiled and be allowed to call his granddad Pops or Gramps while OP still has to call him Sir. <laughs> yeah, I can remember every single time I got a Happy Meal as a child. We had real food at home. My kids get fast food and dollar store trips almost daily when they're with my parents. They laugh so hard when you bring up the stick figure meme of the kid going in and out of grandma's house, goes in a stick figure, goes out a circle with a dollar in his hand. It's fun to see, honestly. I love it. My dad got sweets once a week as a kid, yet every time I visited my grandma, she would give me several packets against my parents' requests. They just love to spoil you. I know my mom is gonna be the same when I have kids. My friend went through something very similar. He didn't have the guts to tell his dad before the baby was born. He just had his girlfriend come over with the baby without warning when she was six weeks old. His dad sat down and cried, the first and last time my friend ever saw him cry. Not with joy about the baby, but because he had obviously failed as a father to his son. He was horrified that his own kids were afraid of him even as young adults. He had a bit of a mental breakdown over it and changed completely as a result. He even left the military. Honestly, that would be a huge blow to me if I were a parent, that my child was scared to tell me something this important. It does sound like dad went on to make some serious changes and do better with the next generation. So at least he took it on board and worked to improve as a person. I was completely taken aback by your story. I'm still afraid of my father and I'm 59. It never occurred to me in the way your story illustrates. Wow. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And that's where I'm going to finish the episode today, guys. Thank you for listening. I do hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.